Welcome back. This is Fantastic Pains and How We Hide Them. I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. But we're here together. As usual. For more fun times and shenanigans. shenanigans. Uh, If this is your very first time joining us, welcome to the Madhouse. It gets silly. We are a sibling duo podcast slash YouTube channel. She always trips on that. I know. I don't know why. Um about life with chronic and invisible illnesses and conditions, mm-hmm. including either mental health. Yes. Yeah. That. We're very mental. You have it, <laughs> Much we got it. Mental <laughs> poor health. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, we have good health now, but yes. we have lots of experience, so yeah. We talk about it. Yes. Um, if you want to find us, we have an Instagram now. We do have an Instagram now. It has a whole two posts. Yeah? Yeah. I'm impressed. We have two posts. <laughs> I haven't done any work. <laughs> We're working on it. I don't know. We'll yeah. figure it out. What What is our handle? Um, Fantastic Pains. Oh, cool. We got our, our name. Yeah. Uh, we can also be found on Audible, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and... There's a few others. Yeah. Little, little, little ones. small ones. And of course on YouTube if you want to watch the chaos. Which is the better option because it gets silly. Mm-hmm. And we're very expressive and ridiculous. So. And there's lots of violence. Yeah. Just watch. It's siblings, remember? Yeah, we, we just, don't even talk. We just hit each other just randomly. Beat each other on. up. It's fun. <laughs> Stick around. You can also join our Discord if you want to be a part of the conversation or yeah. join us for our lives that we do on Saturday and Friday. Yep. And I think that's all the shilling I can do. Right? There we go. We have shilled the shell. Mm-hmm. Shall the shill. Nope. Yeah. Um, today is going to be a really interesting one. We have quite a few topics that kind of bleed into one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so I won't set it up until we're getting there because there's there, there's a lot and it kind of is a linear thought. Right. So I also don't want to over promise and under deliver. Right. <laughs> be like, we're going to go over all these things, we but we only get to one. All the time. So. No, we don't. It's fine. We don't plan. We just sit here and we have conversations. Yeah. It's great. So um, before we get into all of that, it is time for the weekly recap. Check in. Indeed. I'll go first. All right. I had a week. <laughs> you moved first. It's not what I said. Um, oh God, it was it was a weird week. Like we had lots of really cool thunderstorms. Yes. They were crazy. Lots of hail and lightning. Yeah. Which sucked physically, but I was really enjoying it. I know. I was out on the porch, like, waiting for the ones that shake See, your house. I wish we had a, a oh, patio. Yeah. yeah. I was almost tempted to be like, can I come over here? I know. I was like, I'll come get you. We can lay on, on my porch together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was cool. I mean, not bad. Uh, spent time with the kids. We got to watch. <laughs> Sophie and I finally watched the Black Demon Shark movie. <laughs> nice. Very disappointing. Even though it's a white great white shark no it's it's a megalodon oh okay sent by the god Talatl. oh a talal i don't remember it, it was it wasn't good there were only two deaths we were both disappointed <laughs> like they built it up it's a movie you're supposed to make it like as over the top as possible right did they think they were taking themselves seriously i think they were oh that's a shame which is which is a shame because it would have been great otherwise like 47 meters uncaged yeah horribly great blind sharks that are eating girls that went into an ancient mayan temple that's underwater of course that's a serious topic (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we watched that we were both disappointed (laughs) 
bummer. We named the shark Nacho, though. Because we name everybody. Every villain. I wondered, because you guys were talking about it. Yeah, Claire. Claire hates me. Claire. Cleo was the shark from 47 Meters. Yeah. And Nacho was Black Demon. And then we had Bob was the thing from yeah. The Thing. <laughs> I like that The Thing is Bob. Bob. It was just Bob. Bob. Well, he also... Are they all Bob? Because it makes more of itself. Yes. So it's, it's, it's just, all Bob. They're all Bob. Yeah. The collective. Nice. Yeah. Bob. The collective. <laughs> the collective known as Bob. <laughs> um, and then uh, we we did some work on our refresh that's coming up. Yes. We got some group designs picked out yep. that we're going to test out. I think we should put some up on, on the Discord, too, mm-hmm. and get like a poll to see what people think. Yeah. Because we tried to incorporate ideas. Like, I think some of them could, will turn into shirts. Like, if yes. we can get Nick to be, like, finalizing the, the ones that aren't great for right. logos. But they'd be great for shirts. It would be. Um, Agreed. And then I had to fight Walmart. Walmart. Walgreens. Walmart. <laughs> Walgreens. Again. Again. Still some more. <sighs> yeah. I got... I messaged my doctor on Wednesday mm-hmm. and was like, okay, so my meds are going to run out on this day. And... We have an appointment. I have an appointment with pain management on Wednesday. Score. Yes. I'm really nervous about it because I don't know how that's going to go. But I mean, nothing's going to get worse. Yeah. So I'm not too worried about it. But, you know, we do that and they're like, oh, Dr. Bomba's out for the next two weeks. And I was like, oh, that oh, means I'm no. not getting this, which is yeah. fine. I was I was like, OK, Prepared. I get it. Um, And then the very next day, early in the morning, it was sitting there in the like the Walgreens queue, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> she was on it." And she even like covered because we told her that you know after the first meeting you do like a UA and then you wait a week or a month. Yeah. So she was able to prescribe more, which is That's great, beautiful. And then Walgreens was like, "No, no, Mm-mm. your doctor wants you to have this." No, I don't know where they get off like thinking that they get to be the like final say it drives me absolutely crazy and half the time it's not even like the actual pharmacist Mm -hmm. that's messing with the thing yeah yeah so they we called them and they the first guy talked to us and was like well your insurance isn't covering it and then jen was like okay we have to talk to them about letting us pay for it out of pocket then and he was like "And, and you have to do a consultation so he puts us on hold and then we're on hold for 30 minutes and they keep picking it up and putting us on hold and picking it up and putting us on hold. They're like, why is this on hold? Yeah. And, the and other then person has probably left for the day. <laughs> this girl answers and we're like, oh, so we're just checking on prescriptions for, for Chris. So there should be these two. She's like, oh, well, we're out of the one. And the other one we need to check with my doctor for, mm-hmm. which was the, the bipolar med. Yeah. The all, I think. And... And she's like, we'll have it ready on Monday. And that was... That was the consultation. What? Yeah. They just are using words. Well, I feel like the one guy was trying to cover for the fact that they were out of stock. I don't know. And that's the thing is like... Because we know they say out of stock sometimes when they just don't want to. Yeah. Right? Is that just like a auto response now when they're yeah, like, I, I don't want to yeah. deal with you. It's out of stock. Well, there is a shortage. Jen looked yes, into there it, is. but there's there is a shortage, and I mean, it was nice. She's like, "Well, it they have it in the warehouse, so I can order it, and it'll be here on Monday." So, da da. But we had to fight with Walgreens again, and I hate it every time. Every time I deal with the pharmacy, mm-hmm. it's the worst part of the experience. Yes. 
Like yeah. it, at least when we were using the one in DTC, they were reliable. They worked with you. If they had questions or concerns, they would just talk to you about it like a person. Right. Instead of like gatekeeping. Right. It's just, it's so weird. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. I'm, I'm hoping that I can find this, like the same pharmacy again. Yeah. Like I can't remember what it's called. It's killing me. I keep thinking Concerta. I'm like, Concerta is the medication you Concentra? don't have. No, it's not Concentra. It'll it'll come to me. Okay. It'll be a weird time. Well, you know where it is. Yeah, yeah. And if I I have cards like in my wallet for every provider I've ever seen. So. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Um. So we we fought that fight, and then we did lives. Yep. Which were were good. Yeah. We had a lot of people last night. Yeah. It was chaos. That was, was so great. much fun. I loved that. Mm -hmm. It was great. We got to talk to Doggo. Uh huh. Anytime Doggo hops in the chat is a good time. Mm hmm. Oh, totally. It was great. And then, you know, we we did our morning live. Yep. And we started dying. And then now we're here. Yes. The pressure must be changing. It does. Like, I don't know what it is. It's like this. There's this peak midday. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it just gets steadily more painful. Yeah. As time goes on. And that's been like, all week. <laughs> why? Except the last two days, we, aren't, we haven't gotten storms out of it, which is like the reward for me. Yeah. Like those that crazy yeah. thunderstorm when like. The walls were shaking. I love that. That was great. I wait outside for one that like shakes the house. Yeah, there was oh, one near near us that was like instantaneous. Like uh -huh. it was really close by. Yeah. It made me jump. It was great. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I mean, that was my week. I can't think of anything else I did. Well, you and I went to therapy. Oh, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. So first off, <laughs> like Saturday. No, Sunday, Monday. Yep. Sunday, Monday. Um, the TN was back and like the trigeminal neuralgia where it sets my face on fire mm -hmm. for absolutely no reason. And it just feels like someone is stabbing you. And like it, we describe it as a Evan, this little snake that lives in there. Cause it's this like weird writhing, moving blech that lives in my face. Yeah. Um, and this is on the heels of the provider who was like, Let's just hope it never happens again. Right. It was obviously a fluke that you went through that for like four months. Yeah. Yeah. That was that you made that up or it wasn't real what? or, you know, mm -hmm. which is we're going to get into that. Yeah. Later. Well, and it was funny because like leading up to the attack, I could I would mention and I have been mentioning yeah. and if you were in the lives, I, you, I've probably mentioned like I can feel it like peeking something, through. Yeah. Something is like knocking around in there. Yep. And then something happened with the pressure that day or those days. And yep. it was just, oh, it was bad. Well, I got that message from you. It said, the snake awakens. Uh -huh. And I was like, what? And, and she's like, like, Evan. Evan. And I was like, what the fuck, Evan? Evan, the snake that lives in my face. Yeah. Yeah. It was not great. So I'm not having funny, fuzzy, warm feelings about that all. <laughs> it's annoying. Yeah. And I don't like well, it. Well, and it's been like you've been feeling it all week still too, right? Like yeah. you, you. I think every day we've talked, you've been like, there's still buzzing going on. Like yeah. I can sense it. Like even right now, I can feel it like between my sinus and my palate where it's that weird like you need to sneeze, but you mm, haven't sneezed. Yeah. But it like it it's ebbs like, and flows yeah. and it's now it's sharp. Well, now you're giving and it attention. <laughs> and now it's done. Goodbye, Evan. Whatever. Peace out, homie. So... <sighs> Obviously, it's not gone. Mm -mm. Like, he was like, oh, it'll never happen again. It wasn't even trigeminal neuralgia because it had extra features. Excuse me. That does not. That's not how that works. He's mm -hmm. like, well, but the other things happen, too. And I was like, 
yeah, you can have trigeminal neuralgia and then glossophageal neuralgia at the same time. And usually, guess what? Well, that denotes that. And it's you in followed the it up with, okay, so it's not, it's not trigeminal neuralgia. Mm-hmm. You didn't fight him on it. Yeah. But you were like, what about the the instability in my neck? Yeah. And he was like, he he literally was like, I don't know. <laughs> not my problem, bro. <laughs> I don't know a lot about that. I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, and. He was like, nope, nope, no, no, and just, just, I don't know. I don't know. A uh, bye. Well, I was like, okay, well, and you, you have the okay now. You have yes. the blessing to I move got, on. Finally, it took. I had to call, so I called last Friday, mm-hmm. and they were like, "We need to get permission from your current doctor to release you." Yeah. Then I called on Wednesday because they were like, "Call back on Tuesday." So I called on Wednesday, and they were like, "Oh, there was never a request sent." And then finally, yesterday while we were in therapy, my your therapist my told therapist you. looked and she was like, "Oh, there's a note here. He said that it's a good idea to release you, and good luck." And I was like, "Great, cool, awesome. Mm-hmm. Glad, glad we're with it now." So now you get a chance to go to be with the nice neuro- yes that you liked. Yeah. Oh, I liked him a lot, and I didn't realize that that's who that the was. Same one. Because yeah. he did. He did the procedure looking at the electrical activity in my legs Mm -hmm. because he's like it's not seizure activity but literally everything in my muscles it's not like a heartbeat flutter right it literally is like tick 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 and my husband you know like when i vibrate it's this crazy internal tremor yeah that does other stuff also so also everyone say hi to randy (laughs) he's here (laughs) he's hanging but that's what it is and even when i'm working out i have my trainer watching for yeah. the because i will go to do something and as soon as it fatigues it does this like stuttered Stutter. movement yep and i have it all through my left side and like i would I like to someone stutter. to explore the drops and mm-hmm. uh, it's just the frame mm-hmm. drops <laughs> and lost time which nick had i'm yeah, glad i finally zaps. found someone who, who was like zaps. it's like a time jump like exactly you lose a few seconds out of nowhere and you're suddenly in a different position and you're like, what the, did <laughs> I just teleport? Where was I? I mean, just I could, no. I can understand how people could confuse that for like yeah. other things and then start reading into it. Right. Ugh. But then we had therapy. Yeah. On Wednesday. Oh, I got to go to Elitch's with my hubby. Yeah. We had a really good time. How long did you guys go? Two and a half hours. Did yeah. you guys have like the passes to like? Yes. Okay. Uh, some of the right operators were really angry that I had it though. There, there was one who you're invisible made a point about because we sat in the front on the mind eraser. But that's like where the gate opens to. Yeah. So you just like naturally get in, and then she's walking around like about it, and then she comes over and then she's talking to the other one and she's like, I just don't like that this can happen, and he was like, It wow. just is a thing, like. Get over it. It happens. But you got to write a bunch of things, right? Like, yeah. Okay, good. That's we all that matters. a lot. And then we went and we did the pool for a little while. Nice. And then we went home. That sounds excellent. It was a good time. Yeah. So, But we got passes, so we're going to make a point of going a few times yeah. over the summer. And then if we can get you in, too, that'd be great. Because mm-hmm. I have freebie passes. Yeah. Also. I need to take Rin. Yeah. Well, so also- we'll need to get you, like, a pass so that we can get yeah you the freebie pass for the kids yeah. yeah um why not air it here <laughs> my daughter's voice is in my head she's been asking me all summer if i've talked to you about going to meow wolf 
but letting her come and bring Mason. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I figured. But she, like, every time you visit, she's like, did did you uh, ask Auntie Karina? I was like, oh, no, I, I forgot. I did see that she gave me the look when when I was, because Jen went. Yeah, Jen, Jen went to Meow Wolf. Chris and he was she for almost forgot that. to tell me. Like, I didn't find out until two days before when she accidentally was talking to someone else on Discord. And she'd had planned for like a month. Two months. Two months. They made plans <laughs> way out. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, so I, I don't get to go. She's like, do you want to go? It's like, I can't. The kids have to, I have, we have to have someone here because our grandfather is out of town. She's yeah. like, I'm sorry. It's like, I, I don't mind. And so yesterday we were sitting there and I was like, no, it's fine. We'll, we'll go at mm-hmm. some point together, you and me. Yeah. And I just saw her like, Exactly. I, like, I got the side eye of like, uh, uh, Funny uh. story. Jen tried edibles for the first time yesterday before oh. she went into Mount Wolf. And she had a good time. I imagine <laughs> A so. really good time. Wow. She got home and was talking to Sophie and she's like, I have something to tell you, Sophie. <laughs> I might be a little high. <laughs> and Sophie's like, why? <laughs> she's like that mom. It's just, oh. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. That's funny. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah. So then we had our live, which was great. And we did our stuff with Nick, who was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had therapy. And Anger that therapy. was like, she made me yell. And I don't like that. Because I don't yell even when I am mad. I th- it was weird. Like for me, experiencing that because it was so not you. Right. It it felt like you were emulating fights that you've seen in the past. Right. Which is why I was like, oh, I hate this. Yeah. This is like taking me back to childhood. I don't like this at all. Yeah. Yeah. It was icky. Yeah. Because usually, if I'm shouting, it's in defense of myself. Yeah. That's different. That's like I'm going to stand up for me, and I'm going to get my voice in there so yeah. that like I can bring the situation down. And I don't like to get like crazy mad because mm. it's so exhausting. It oh, is. My God. And so she made me yell <clears throat> and emote anger a lot. Hit and one, then, emote anger. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but it was just weird because afterwards I was, we were doing the live. I was like, that's not how I'm angry. Mm-mm. Like when I'm mad, I am quiet and terrifying. And I looked over and my husband was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's having flashbacks as we speak. i'm quiet and i'm terrifying because like that's just how i'm built i'm like randy calm is scarier like i hate that i'd rather i'd rather there be a confrontation i need that because otherwise it just feels like i'm on edge all the time oh and it's like we were saying there's no reconnection usually Mm -hmm. like if jen does it she forgets that she's mad at me oh yeah and she just moves on and then i'm Mm -hmm. like um, Am I still in trouble? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. No. No. I'm I get quiet it. and calm and terrifying because the calm is what's scary when you're mad. Yes. Um, and I I don't know. I've done a lot of work to not have to explode. Mm-hmm. I did explode for a long time. I exploded. I had crazy blowouts all the time. Like, but I worked on it. But I feel like she's not considering all the work that I've done coming up to that point. No. Well, and it, it felt like she's following the curriculum yeah and she's she's testing to see what fits i think yeah because she'll she'll explore each chapter really thoroughly with you Mm -hmm. like in what how it relates to you but it's like when we did the other therapies before though yeah there there are parts that just don't apply to you Mm -hmm. 
yeah, it's just hard. It makes me second guess myself because mm-hmm. I'm like, is all my healing? Did I heal wrong? Right. <laughs> like, oh no. Yeah. So we got through the angry part. And then as true form, because that's, this is how therapy goes, yeah. um, make me cry and then be like, okay, we're out of time now. See you later. And I'm like, cool. I feel so <laughs> she, unfulfilled. She bullied you and then left. Yeah. <laughs> that's therapy. She's just like, stop being... T- Avoidant. Cry already, dang it. Well, it was like, with anger come other emotions, you know. You're repressing stuff. And then you're like, no. Well, like, I could tell you knew what was yeah. going to, you know what I mean? Because that's, well, that the, the grief comes like, with. <clears throat> yeah. I was the same. I was like, oh, there's only sadness if we go that route. Right. Well, and that was the other part. Because I was like, I can't summon anger from nowhere. I have yeah. to, like, pull it from something that is already anger. Yeah. And so she was like, well, okay. So, like, you go for it. And I was like cool i'm gonna talk to you like my like my parents yeah there you go and Um, you made great points well and then we go through that and then finally i cry and then she's like good bye do you feel better and i was like (laughs) oh yeah no (laughs) not really (laughs) she's like okay see you next week (laughs) okay yeah and well it's like ruth said it's like ruth hates that they treat people like it's the emotions of the problem like it's the patient's fault right. that they're well, having these emotions that cause the pain it just drives me crazy because it's not chronic pain it is pains that are chronic chronically yeah i am in pain somewhere chronically so yes in a way i am in pain chronically mm-hmm. but i don't have a chronic pain right thing. i mean like, even your tan like yeah that's that's hit or miss too yeah like god i mean the closest i get is my back but like it doesn't affect me like the eds does like it's just there that's the other thing too is that every pain is different and Mm -hmm. that's that's been really hard to explain up until this point um it took forever to get her to understand that like it's not the level of pain it's my bandwidth to handle it yeah that matters yep that's when i bail out because she's like well, think of something that is a 10 pain. And I'm like, uh. Yeah. What's a four pain? Uh. <laughs> what's a pain for? Well, right? Because <laughs> um, that's just, yeah. I don't think that's how we function. We're like, no. something hurts. And then we're like doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I just don't know how to explain it. I wish I had a better way to explain how pain works. Because every single pain is different. Mm-hmm. So you can't just be like, I'm in the same pain I was yesterday, even though something else is hurting me. Yeah. Because with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, it's like you spin a wheel and you get to pick like it's ADHD three. pain. Three. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, <laughs> I'm, oh, no, this one now. But Oh, my, my back too. And then randomly you'll be fine for a little bit yeah. and forget it. Doubt yourself and then go, oh, no, no. there. Oh, ah. <laughs> then you're like, oh, my God, my finger is in a zigzag. Yes. That happened. That was fun. <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. they're different pains yeah and none of them are like oh i feel angry therefore i'm in a pain mm-hmm. i'm like i can feel anger in my body right like i can feel the emotion but it's not talking to the pain in my body no. well it's not trauma-informed pain right which is what she's trying to treat which is not right because really the pain is its own animal mm-hmm at least I think so. I think the pain is its own creature because when we found out that we weren't crazy, it was so much easier to just be like, 
Okay, oh, cool. Yeah. And then the pain was validated and then we moved on with life. Yeah. No, really. We struggled <sighs> so hard before then because it was like, well, we think there's a problem, right. but we but don't. But I'm also struggling really hard and no one believes me. Right. Yeah. Oh. So it's just, it's an interesting thing. I'm still open-minded and going to go through the curriculum. Yeah. But it's... I mean, there were things that, that I got out of it, <laughs> at least. But it was mostly just realizations that I, I manage my, my anger the proper way. Right. Like, that I'm not doing it wrong. Because I was yeah. worried. I've had the same like yeah. process. I was like, oh, I think I do pain wrong. I do anger I wrong. I do anger like, wrong. Like, I don't know. What am I doing wrong here? I'm like, I don't stuff it down. No. I definitely find appropriate times and places to let it out of mm -hmm. me. But I also don't need to make a big show of it mm -hmm. and there are still times where like i will leave work and i will get in my car and i will drive and scream and cry and punch the steering wheel like that's 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 as close as we get and that's exhausting and you don't hide it right it's not a deflection it's you no. experience the emotions and then you go back to what you're doing exactly because mm -hmm. that's the other thing like i always am like how long do i have to feel an emotion for it to be like oh felt like yeah. i'm done feeling it now because I have ADHD. <laughs> 80 of them bitches. 80 of them. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, leaping off, how do you want to attack our thing? Because you wanted to talk about... Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about kind of like how we would... What we would tell doctors or what, what we would like to express to doctors yeah. that that we've ex like dealt with. And, right. I mean, not all doctors are bad, but no. there are a lot of... Not like intentionally bad doctors. But no, they... I think a lot of it is like responsive doctors versus like proactive doctors. Yeah. And so you have like, and, and this is kind of where this came from, like sliding in, was my neurologist being like, uh, well, it's gone now. Yeah. See you later. Mm -hmm. Let me know if it comes back. <laughs> That's all. Bye yeah. now. <laughs> and being like, okay, but you, you're not asking questions. Mm -mm. You're not chasing answers. You're not helping me, like, figure out what's going on with me. Right. You're just like, uh, yeah, okay, let's try some drugs. And that'll be it. Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not what I mean. <laughs> well, it was also reduce your drugs. Yeah. Because you were having a bad time with the carbamazepine. Yeah. Yeah. What a pain. But, like, as an example of something that, that's been going on in the news. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching videos on, on this last night and the night before, but there was a lady who was diagnosed, I think, schizophrenic mm -hmm. or psychotic. Yeah. And she had been that way for 20 plus years, like a long time. She was in care and she was just not there. She was not connected to reality. Yeah. And she had been that way and she had a doctor look at her like in the beginning of it all. And then he came back years later and was like, wow, she's still here. Like. Why has nothing changed? Nothing's working. Because they tried all sorts of therapies. Yeah. Nothing worked. Until they did a blood panel and found out that she has lupus. So crazy. And once they started treating the lupus, the autoimmune, mm -hmm. then she she came back and she was like, yeah. she thought it was 1997. Yeah. It was bizarre. It's like psychosis in patients with systemic lupus. Yep. Which <sighs> That's is That's crazy. So insane. But she had been that way for yeah wow, a long time and everyone was just like nope it's all head mm -hmm. it's all head it's all head it's yeah all head until one doctor caught it too they weren't looking for it yeah but it got caught because of another test yeah and it oh god but at least they were looking for something yes and that's the thing is they were like 
made an effort to be like proactive. Maybe this isn't it. Exactly. Maybe we need to dive a little further. But twenty years? Yeah. God. Can you imagine being treated as though it was all head? Mm Mm-hmm. When it's not. I wonder how frustrating that must have been for the doctors too. Be like, we're we're trying everything. Nothing's working. Is what what just being so clueless. Yeah. And then to have it be found out that it's something like this. Like Mm It's it's so big that there are 200 other patients in the New York area that are now being looked at yeah. to have lupus, like systemic lupus, yeah. and see if that's affecting them mentally. And then right. I think in the greater area, there's like a thousand or something. Right. Yeah. No, it's insane. Mm-hmm. The, like psychosis with lupus. And I've seen other things like that, too, like with Chiari. Chiari malformation mm-hmm. can present as um, like mania and bipolar and all these other things, or um, even schizophrenic. Yeah. You can present that way due to a physical malady. Yeah. And people miss it, which is crazy yeah. to me. Crazy, because they don't... That's that's really the, the point we're trying to make here, is like, we want providers, and I think everybody deserves to have providers... Yes. ...who are asking questions... And seeking out new information and right. new answers. And it's, are not just like, oh, new symptom, let's throw a drug at that and hope it sticks. Exactly. To the wall it's it's a lot of that like Doctor House mentality where it's they're not they're not yeah. looking for it. They're just like, Oh, here are the symptoms that we can see. Yeah. This is what it what it turns into when you put them all together. Right. Oh, it's not that? I have no idea. Yeah. That there's so much of that. Right. I mean, you've encountered it recently and I've God. Oh yeah. During our diagnostic area, that uh. or just your back. Oh yeah. Trying to get the side pain figured oh, out. God, that took like how two many years. things? And that's the other part. Like, how many times have we had to lead our doctors to the correct answer because mm-hmm. we went and did like the research. The research, yeah. Because they're not doing the research. They're and like, then you can't tell them because then you're a WebMD patient and they exactly. think you're just a, a pain in the butt. Yeah. But that's the thing. They're glancing at your chart like minutes before they see you mm-hmm. and not thinking about you after you leave. Right. Well, and we have the problem of not remembering every symptom yeah. right off the bat. Like mm-hmm. if it's not being experienced or recently, yeah. then you don't remember it. Right. I had that a lot where like I would try and remember things. And that's why Jen was so handy. Cause like yeah. she, she would be like, no, this happened and this was going on. And then you had this. I was like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, that's why I put the trigeminal neuralgia on the calendar this time. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, I need you to be able to see from like how long it stopped to here's another episode, yeah, a really severe episode, and then we're back in like Limboville yeah. again. But it's still there. It's not gone. It's still there. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, I won't remember. Yeah, and I'll just be like, oh no, I've been fine. Everything's yeah. been wonderful. I mean, that's what the only reason I ever did a uh, pain journaling was to remember yeah. everything and when. That's so hard too. It is. You're like, what is like important information? Mm-hmm. And you don't know until they ask. And then you're like, huh, I don't remember yesterday. So yeah. I can't really help you there. But so, that's. Yeah. The, the genesis of what we're going to talk about is telling a doctor what you wish they knew about EDS. Yeah. And talking about how we get treated and how that affects people. Because they don't. Yeah. N- there's so much medical neglect yeah. that's unintentional. Right. Like it's ridiculous how well-meaning they can be and how off they can be. Yeah. Well, and that's the other part is like the gaslighting that comes along when they don't, they may not even see it that way. They may not think about it that way. Mm -hmm. They're just, 
And, and this is the hard part too, is that when you do a job for long enough, all the people bleed together. Yeah. And so you see patterns in patients that are not really there. Right. And so patterns in behavior might come off as like, ugh, they're just drug seeking. Yep. Or, ugh, that's always something else, or it's always something new. When, You've always got a symptom. When I first started, I was afraid to bring up new symptoms or yeah. say that a medication didn't work because I was worried that I would be considered drug seeking. Yeah. But I wasn't. Literally, like I, I was. There was a point where I was on fentanyl patches. If I was drug seeking, I would have just been like, "No, they work great. This no, is perfect. Awesome. Keep giving them to me for three dollars like a month." To lick them, right? No, like I've I've tried all the things. Yeah, I now know what works. But I, even when I go in on Wednesday, I'm like, "How do I present my case so that they understand that I try things, I've tried things, and I'm not just here for right medication." Well, and we're not difficult patients either. Mm -hmm. Like we are extremely flexible in being able to try different treatments and then come around and be like, okay, none of what you wanted to do is helping. Mm -hmm. Can we go back to the thing that I know works? Yeah. That's what I'm going to have to do for the next couple of months. Right. Is the, the gauntlet. But yeah, I mean, if we find something that works, yeah. I'm always open to it. <clears throat> like I'll try anything. I, we did ablations like six yeah. times and they never worked. Huh. So and bad. they hurt into the last one. So, yeah. well, and that's the thing until you find, like the correct providers. And this is why doctor shopping is so important. Mm -hmm. So important. And you, you should never be shamed for doctor shopping because I'm changing neurologists. I am, I'm done with that. Yeah. I, I need somebody who's more proactive, will ask more questions and will be able to think in a flexible manner yeah. to be able to go, okay, I'm not set on this being the diagnosis. Let's like yeah. try something different. Um. And this doctor actually has worked with me before and I didn't even know it, which is really cool. So I need to get on the schedule with him and see what we can do. Mm -hmm. But I'm hoping that he's more like my GP. Yeah. Like, like primary mm -hmm. because it, I mean, it took years of working with, but there's also like, you know, when it's a good doctor. Yes. Versus like, oh, if I do this for years, we're going to get nowhere. Well, I mean, that's a good first thing to talk about. Yeah. Like the, your initial experience with the doctor tells you a lot, right? Yes. Like when it's what's going on with you and then you list it and they're like, okay, not a great doctor. Yeah. Like the ones that we've stuck with, at least for me, have been the ones that are like, oh, I don't know what that is. And they're like, right. I'm going to do research now. Yeah. Or they're like, oh, I've heard of that. And it's this, right? And you're like, mm -hmm. actually, it's a little different. And then they're like, oh, okay. And they like take yeah. it in and they listen to you. Right. Well, and Or just... they do the research and they learn themselves yeah. properly. Yeah. Or they learn from other patients. Yes. Which is the other thing that we've seen because my little brother has um, my primary as well. Mm -hmm. And my primary will be like, oh, I can't tell you what your sister did, but you should talk to her about this. Nudge, nudge, this nudge. We could, try, we could try this. Mm -hmm. I can't or tell you who it worked for. We have that doppelganger girl that's always a week ahead of us. I know. She'll do surgeries <laughs> or so appointments weird. with specialists a week ahead of us. Yeah. And I swear it's the same girl every time. She's it's so funny. She's just a better version of me. Because I had one for surgeries. Yeah. 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 For both Absolutely. Because they'll be like, oh, I just had someone with EDSN. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. And she's not doing well. Her mom was like, she is a handful, <laughs> is what they said. That's probably a HIPAA violation, but I'm not going to tell you who did it. Unless you pay me. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I'll give you the information you need. Oh, God. But that's the thing, like... With the good doctor, mm -hmm. 
like my primary listens to what I have to say. Yeah. Will let me make requests to look at things to be like, can we look at whatever this is in more in depth? Can you make a referral? Can you blah, 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 blah. And usually within the appointment, he's like, yeah, no, I trust that you are in touch with your body. You know your body better than anybody else. Yeah. You know what's going on. You've always been really proactive in your own care. I'm going to trust that you can be trusted as a patient. Mm hmm. And work with you. Well, and he's, he's there for checks and balances, right? Like, if you yeah. if you came to him with something batshit crazy, he'd be like, I don't think we should do that. Right. <laughs> I need a full He's not afraid stand. of you, you know? He's like, <laughs> no, that ain't it, chief. Yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not getting your brain removed today. Right. Well, because that's the other thing. I'm not like, he's not there to do what I want him to do all the right. time. It's definitely a cooperative model. And we were always, we're always talking about that. Like, yeah. it sounds like... You know, if you take us out of context, a lot of times you'd be like, oh, they're just doctor shopping because they want to get their way. That's never it. All the no. good doctors have challenged us yeah. and have learned. And then we have learned. And then oh. it's been a team. Right. You're putting a team together. Yep. Because that's exactly it is like until you find the correct doctors, you can't have that team mm -hmm. because you're essentially playing against them. Oh, yeah. At every turn or just tolerating and hoping that eventually they come to find that like oh it's not a standard situation and you're like <laughs> yeah yeah no it's not <laughs> i tried to tell you two and a half years ago mm -hmm. but yeah oh it's building a team is so important see i don't and, know if that's taught hmm. that doctors should think of it as like a team up it's a yeah. partnership i don't know that they're ever like explicitly told i know they take the hippocratic oath to keep you healthy but right they're not like, I'm out, like Pokemon. They're not like, I'm out to find patients that I like. I'm trying to match up with the right ones. <laughs> I'm going to collect them all. I mean, their personality kind of filters them out naturally. Like, right. if you're a jerk, I'm not going to come back. Right. Exactly. No, that I think that's fair. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't think it's taught to be. I mean, it's starting to be now. We've seen more of this, like, patient-centered model. Mm -hmm. Um patient driven model right because it's more holistic i guess mm -hmm. in, it reminds me of like what new health had going for it yeah where it was me mm -hmm. and then all these people that were working together to help me yeah and the focus was on me mm -hmm. and not in a bad way no but in like you get to be an active participant in your own care right which is so important mm -hmm. so important well and that's I wonder how how rare that is, if that has something to do with it. Because a lot of people will go to the doctor and just want answers. Like, right. Doc, uh, my back hurts. Fix it. What's what's up? Yeah. We're more like we have a continual problem. We ha we know what's going on here and here. And, you know, this new thing happened. Right. And then it's like a conversation. <laughs> and then they're like, is it like the thing that happened before? And you're like, no, nope, nope. this is totally different. <laughs> yeah. And I've never had anything like it happen. Mm -hmm. It's weird. And that's why I'm here. This is. What is weird? <laughs> yeah. Well, and we've said before that not all doctors are out for that kind of care. Right. Some want the mundane. They like yeah. they want to be a, a primary care that just helps people with their arthritis and, you know, getting yeah. old. <laughs> oh, you have a cold today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Take your flu shot. Right. Right. Well, that was kind of the thing with my neurologist is like, it's not just that he didn't know what to do. It's that he didn't care to, like, put a step after that. Mm -hmm. To be like, I don't know. Let me send you to someone who does. Or I don't know. Let me do some research. I yeah. don't know. I have a colleague who. <laughs> no. And that's the thing. 
this is one that I really wish doctors would would remember is that their word isn't God. Yeah. Like, just because you say it's not going to happen again doesn't mean it's not going to happen again. Right. You're not infallible. Right. Like, doc there are some doctors can't be wrong. Yeah. Like the, the ones who don't believe in EDS. Ruth came across that. There was uh, somebody who was talking about, I think, the wrong, was using the wrong name for... A, a part of the heart do you remember what i'm talking about oh i think so yeah and she's like actually it's called this and he's like no i think i know what i'm talking yeah. about and you're like google it and he's like oh, i don't need to google it oh you use I'm google a doctor yeah yeah i don't google things and you're like okay you don't want to know more about yeah. things you don't know so, no. wouldn't it be better if they taught like instead of like the hooves, horses, not yeah. not zebras. The like a contingent where like if it is zebras, then you're gonna need a different plan of care. Yeah. Like yeah. you will encounter zebras. Oh my god. And they are going to take a different type of care than you have. Yes. That would be so important. And I think that yeah, we there isn't a step there where it's like because yeah, I don't know. It, for those of you who are not from familiar with the term, doctors are taught think horses, not zebras. Mm -hmm. Like when you hear hoofbeats, think horses, not zebras. Yeah. Because if you have a symptom, they want you to think in the realm of like highly likely mm -hmm. versus like <laughs> it might be right. sometimes super rare. Um, but I also don't like the idea of rare. And I right. that in medicine really bothers me because it means that doctors discount it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, that's rare. It couldn't happen. Mm -hmm. And you're like, but it does. Spent 30 years doing that. Well, no, I spent, let's say, 27 years of that. And then I finally mm -hmm. found a, a, a provider who was like, there's something wrong with you. Let's actually address it. Right. And then we spent a lot of time and a lot of tests and a lot of surgeries to get to right. the answer. Right. But that was way more productive. Yeah. Like, my life changed when we started working on the problem right exactly instead of like i don't know and because i don't know that's the end of the story yeah close the book yeah you're too young to have that you're a mystery i don't want to deal with you right they don't say the the last part but they'll be like you're but, a mystery yeah and it is it's a dismission like <laughs> i don't understand you i'm gonna make no efforts to understand you mm -hmm. like it's not what? my problem someone else will do this i'm sure right but wouldn't it be so much easier if we could like bypass the ego? Because mm -hmm. that's the thing. Doctors, sorry, they worked really hard to get where they are, most of them. And they have a lot of ego. Yes. A lot of ego because they know things most people don't know. But if we could bypass the ego part and they could go, huh, I don't know. Right. That's so and rare. Seek answers. It's like when people are like, <sighs> They, they want to know a thing and you're like, I don't know, Google it. And they're just like, nah. Right. And you're like, how? How did you just like, you don't know a thing. You wondered a thing. But you don't care to find the answer. And then you didn't go look for the answer. What? Yeah. What? I'm guilty of that. I still don't know what that saying was. Which saying? Um, ecumenical politics. Still, I, I've been oh, meaning to yeah. Google it for two weeks now. It pops into my head randomly. I'm like, I should Google that. <laughs> But you're also just playing with the form of the word. I yes, I really get lost in saying it. And yeah. Like, how did it sound? What like, where? What's the breakdown? What could it mean? Like, right? I'm trying. I'm trying to figure it's it out without. It's a fidget. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's mental, a mental fidget. fidget. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, we want them to want to know. Mm -hmm. 
Because when they don't want to know, then we get the dismissal and yeah. we get the medical neglect and we miss things that could have been fixed early. Do you think, too, that that's not just like an ego thing, but kind of how they have to approach certain patients? Like certain patients need them to be the know-all. So they kind of step into this, like, I, I know everything kind of role. But then they can't turn it off. Yeah. Because they're well, used to being the source of information. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think you also have a lot of other people who, because they don't have chronic conditions, because they don't live with an illness or a group of illnesses, mm -hmm. and they come in when they're like, oh, this hurts. Right. And it doesn't usually hurt. What's that? It's a different interaction, I think. Yeah. Because you're dealing with somebody who's like, I don't know my body. What is this thingy? Help me. Yeah. I and think that's then, part of what made us so frustrated, too, is that we came in and we're like, this very specific thing is bothering me. And it hurts when I do this and this and this. Yep. And they're like, well, that that's very, very specific. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, I do speak to my body mm -hmm. um, often. I have to. It's always talking. Because it doesn't ever shut up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she doesn't shut up. So eventually you have to listen to her. But that's the thing, too. Yeah, I think they're... And that that's the really sad part. And this... I don't think the people who are chronically ill are ever going to have the, the model of care that we really want and deserve. Right. Because we are the, like, Outlier, rare. Yeah. And we're the oddity. And we're the, like, exception. Mm -hmm. And we're the ones that, that like, be a specialty. specialists. Right. Like, a specialty that's, like, an umbrella specialty. You have like a primary care and then a primary care for people who have a chronic condition. So that would be great. Yeah. They're never going to split it up that way. <laughs> well, and in my experience, it's you have doctors and then you have nurse practitioners. Yeah. And the nurse practitioners, I've never found one that I didn't like. Yeah. Every well, single one the of them. they're the ones who are like, oh, wow, that's crazy. I've never heard about that. Yep. I'll have to look into that. Yep. What did you say it was called? Every big breakthrough I've had has been because of a nurse practitioner. Yeah. So thank you, Emily. It's just so strange. So strange. And Marianne. Yeah. And and Bomba and uh -huh. <laughs> like all of them. Yeah. It's crazy because they're what the, they want to know. Yep. They're asking questions. There's like real empathy there. There's because also that's the other part is that there's more face to face time with like nurse practitioners yeah. and PAs and things like that. Your doctor is like paperwork, 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 paperwork. See the patient for three and a half seconds while typing this. Da -da 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 -da. Um, see you later. Bye. Right. And you're like, okay, cool. In that four and a half minutes, I completely forgot to tell you about the thing that I came in here to tell you about. Right, because they'll get stuck on like a random thing and throw you yeah. off. Yep. That happens to me a lot. That's like when I started with the like twitching. Um, and she was like, oh, your eyelid does it? It's this one thing, but it's just, that's just eyelid. Um, everything else is eyelid. Yeah. You, you said eyelid. <laughs> How dare like, you? But I also said like arms and face and well neck and chest my my first interaction with a doctor about my my pain went what do you do for a living like i was like i have pain here and he's like oh what do you do oh yeah and i was like oh i work at a computer company mm -hmm. oh do you use a keyboard well yeah but not not at work at work i was supposed to be standing for testing ram and being very active mm -hmm. but he went oh it's muscle atrophy clearly <laughs> because i'm you know you can see my collarbone like it, yeah. it's i'm bony i can't help it <laughs> Like, I look like I'm atrophied, I guess. 
I was very well, tiny we at were the time. Thin. Yeah, I was a twig. Yeah, we were thin. And then I just was told to exercise, and then that ended up damaging things worse and making yep. the problem worse. And then I saw more doctors that told me it was the same thing, and mm -hmm. that went on for eight years. Yeah, because we get the like you're too young, um, like we don't they they don't even think to go into the mm -mm. zebra realm because they're not. It's not just that they're not looking for looking at every horse as a zebra. It's that they're not looking for zebras at, at all. all. They're like, zebras don't exist. Mm -hmm. We're not unicorns, guys. Right. We're zebras. We're zebras. <laughs> we I also like exist. that you coined the term the realm of zebras. <laughs> the realm of zebras. We're from the realm of zebras. Right. But they're like, that's not real. Zebras aren't real. Like, no, you're thinking of the, the pointy one. The horse with a point. We're talking about the, the stripey horse. You, the black white one? You don't know? No, it doesn't Never have dots. Seen That's one, a ever. It has a long. You, how do you get that confused? <laughs> zebra. Zeb horse. Zebra? Oh, yeah. Does zebra? Zebra? <laughs> Are you British? No. No. Oh. Well, they're really mean murder donkeys. I don't know. Mean murder donkeys. They are. They're I know. I just donkeys. love that. <laughs> That's how I describe everyone with EDS as a mean murder donkey. <laughs> don't mess with us. We're crazy. We're mean yeah. murder donkeys. Mean murder donkeys. <laughs> oh, it's just so frustrating to it like, is. get the care that you need and to have providers ask questions yeah because that's the thing like every medical show you will ever watch ever mm -hmm. the doctors are like um it could be bah, 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 bah. we checked this in bah, da, 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 da. we ran all the tests and we don't know uh we got to run more tests and find out but there's never a point where they're like that didn't help um have you tried losing 10 pounds <laughs> no karina it's anxiety i have headaches clearly it's lose anxiety. weight <laughs> that hysterical uterus you have. yeah <laughs> that's the wandering uterus that's what's happening oh, right now i think we should take a break i think so and then we can come back and tackle all of these wonderful ideas right like the the effect that the doctors that do that have on people and that they don't realize they yes. do to people so yeah. absolutely all right my friends we're gonna take a break which means that you have some work to do yeah do the things you need to drink some water, mm -hmm. hydrate or dehydrate. Yep, you gotta have a snack because you are a snack. You are a snack, a shiny, say it. beautiful, Look in the mirror and say it. Snack. Giggle, I mean, it feels weird, but do it. Just, just walk up to your mirror and be like, mm, yum. Here, here's one for my gamer bros. Don't forget to save what you're doing before you turn off your switch. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what made me think of it. I saw Randy putting the switch away and I was like, oh yeah. Don't Make sure to you save push your save. <laughs> yes he saved his life take your meds by the way yes definitely if you have take not and you need to take your meds take a break if Do you're in that. the middle of something and you need to take a break it's yeah. fine take it take a second right pace yourself yes rest and then go outside find some sunlight if you can yep if it's available and it's not super horribly hot but go outside go outside look at the sky look don't look at the sun it's not a good idea no um yeah do that we love you. We'll be right back. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, hi. Do you like Fantastic Pains? Would you like to see more of the Fantastic Pains podcast and crew? If so, you should join our Patreon. The Patreon, as we like to call it, is the new home of our behind the scenes content, full uncut recording sessions, our short form videos such as TikToks and YouTube shorts, and our past live streams. You can also find some Patreon exclusive content such as our new music reviews, lost episodes, 
and is the new home of our mini voices series, all of which can be found in our higher tier, dubbed The Only Pains. The Patreon is the best way to support the podcast, so whether you want to see more of us or just want to help us grow, feel free to sign up following the link in the description below, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back. How was your break? Did you do the things? You should do the things. They're, they're good for you. Or if you did them, great. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> yes, we did the things. We did okay. We did things. We did. So. We did the things. I even drank water. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I love the taste of water. I'm weird. The taste of water. I know. Every water has a different taste. It does. Yeah. It really does. Okay. So what are we doing? We're going to talk about the effect that doctors can have. Yes. Um, with the way they, they treat us mm-hmm. when they don't treat us well. Yeah. So dismissive doctors... Um, <laughs> We see this all the time. You see stories upon stories upon stories of it with people who have been neglected. There's a, a YouTube or a, sorry, a TikTok that I was watching where this woman was diagnosed with um, Chiari mm-hmm. and craniocervical instability, but it took her forever. She got to the point where she could barely walk. She couldn't like lift her own weight. She wow. couldn't support her own weight. Um, and then finally a doctor got to her and was like okay so when we did all the like flexi tests your skull is separating from your neck like three millimeters or whatever it was um and your brain is hemorrhaging out of your skull but it took forever to get there yeah and that kind of medical neglect can have really dangerous and scary um consequences yeah well i mean first let's assume she didn't get diagnosed and then one day she just tilts her head right and then right game you over sever your own spinal cord and die yeah so that's fun yeah but there are also like smaller examples yes where even even just ignoring a diagnosis can mm-hmm. destroy somebody questioning a diagnosis oh god like well yeah who diagnosed it when, when did this happen did they diagnose who it? was it can you prove it? Do you have a certificate of authenticity? Did you? Can we call them? Do they exist? Are they real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who diagnosed? Oh, well, their diagnosis is not like real. No, no, they're not me. And I don't believe in what you have. So yeah. you have nothing. Yeah, exactly. But some of the like nasty outcomes of that are obviously the imposter syndrome that a lot of us already deal with. Yep already where we're like am i crazy or is something happening to my body Mm -hmm. um and i think that's something that is extremely prolific through the eller stanlos community oh yeah because it takes so long to get a diagnosis well and even finding out about it yeah it's not widely known and it's not it's not consistent no right the randomness of eds makes it makes you feel like you're crazy because you'll have really intense pains that could be like a month even, mm-hmm. and then they could just disappear. Vanish into the great blue beyond. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Like, if you don't get into the doctor's office within the time frame that it's oh, hurting God, you. God, I hate that. And they're like, oh, we'll schedule you six weeks out. And you're like, never mind. No point. Uh, it'll be gone by then. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. So the imposter syndrome is really heavy. Um, and that kind of, like, self-doubt can be really... Well, and it spreads, right? Like, once you start doubting yourself in one area, you start doubting kind of everything about yeah. yourself. Because you're not sure if you can be relied upon. Right. 
for information in general. Right. You're your like, firsthand experience is no longer firsthand experience. Exactly. You're, you're viewing it through some doctor. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, maybe that wasn't like that. Right. Just start gaslighting yourself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like we get enough gaslighting <laughs> without doing it to our own selves. Yes. But we do. We do it constantly. Mm -hmm. Where we're like... <laughs> even with the TN every time it happened I was like oh that was just a one off it'll be gone right like I'll never see it again but then when it was gone I was like mm, it's coming back yeah I know it's coming back I can't be hopeful enough to be like oh it's gone forever mm -hmm. Um, but it's this weird dichotomy in your brain where you have this yes and no but they're overlapped yeah Um, <clears throat> with this like pervasive string of voices that are not your own oh yeah no not even like and the, the interesting thing about that is that, like depending on your mood you mm -hmm. listen to certain voices yeah. right it's like if you're having a good day you can be like mm, maybe it no maybe it's real yeah you're like yeah no i'm good damn dealing with some things yeah if you're having a bad day like yeah i'm insane i'm crazy and everybody hates me and they should oh i hate that one <laughs> everyone does hate you and you deserve it yep oh wow I, what did i do <laughs> look at you Oh, you're like you're right. clearly you're drug seeking oh, from your own brain, and you're like, but but, but I'm not, and you're like, but <laughs> you're like, but, but you brain, are. are you? Are you telling me something right now, bro? <laughs> you okay? Like, no, that's not real. What? I'm not. <laughs> you're faking it. You're making it up. Oh god. Even though your worst symptoms are experienced alone by your lonesome. Yeah, that's... and if you're doing it for your like by yourself. You're probably not doing it for attention. Yeah, just keep that in mind. Just that's, saying. That's that's helped me a ton. Yeah. Like when you when you're like break it down, you're like, yeah, no, I'm being performative for no one. For nobody's here. I'm not telling people about this. Right. Like I'm hiding my shame. <laughs> hiding my shame. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But that's how it is. Like, oh, it's so damaging and it takes so long to like work your way out of that. Yeah. And identify which voices aren't yours. That's huge too, yeah. Yes. Because you're gonna hear the voices in your voice. It's not your voice. You're you're definitely projecting other people's. Yeah. Like those trauma are things that you. have been projected onto you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing that can happen, and I think we see this a lot with our um, men in Eller Stanless community, because my EDS boys don't exist. Yeah. Well, because that's the thing is that they they say it's more common in women. But I don't know that that's actually the statistic, right, the like, correct statistic. You know, society, if, if you're a manly man, you don't have any pain problems. Right. That's that's right. weak of you. Well, and the first time you're shut down, are you going to continue? No. Or are you going to That's it. be like, oh, okay, there's nothing wrong with me. I need to man up. That's and then game. Yeah. You well, <laughs> never I mean, go back to the I literally ever. did the same thing. Yeah. They were like, oh, it's atrophy exercise. And then I was like, okay. And I did that blindly. Uh -huh. Didn't even think to argue or like contest. It was yeah. just like, oh, okay, yeah, no, you're right. I'm, I'm, I'm just a piece of shit. Right. Let me do what you said mm -hmm. until I'm unable to do things. Right. Oh God, it's bad. Mm. Yeah. And like the differences in empathy too are really interesting because you have this like with men, it's like. If you come in and you say you're in pain, they'll take it super seriously sometimes. Yeah. And then if you're a woman and you come in and you say you're in pain, they're like, 
Deadly woman. Dude, this drives me up the wall. You don't feel pain. Jen and I have gone in for like the same thing it's a couple not times. It's real. Like, yeah. like, say I have a really bad ear infection or like dental problems even. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I get treated way different, mm-hmm. way different than if she goes in. Even if I'm with her, it's like yeah. ridiculous the, the difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy because they're like, are you sure you're just not on your period? No, my tooth is broken. Yeah, it probably broke because you're period. That can happen when you're on your period. <laughs> yeah. I've never felt what it's like to have a period before. I'm only in my 30s. Well, what the alternative is, shouldn't you be used to it? Oh, my God. <laughs> if it was from your period, yeah, shouldn't you be used to it? You shouldn't be used Which to it. Which is why we see that, like, PCOS and... um, <sighs> What's the other one? The... Bad tissue. Oh, endometriosis. Yeah, takes so long to diagnose as well because yep. they're like, huh, it's just your period and you just can't handle it because you're a delicate little flower and you need to just like you know man up a little bit. Wow, okay? man, man up a little bit. Yeah, really should be the other way around. Right, men need to woman up. Woman up. Woman up and get diagnosed, bruh. <laughs> okay, but that's the fact of it. Is like men will take the L and be like, all right, I guess there's nothing wrong with me. I will continue to suffer in silence because <laughs> clearly take, it's just me. Women will take the W and then get nothing done about it because they're women. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, you have a diagnosis in this thing? <laughs> Dude, fuck you. This is why we talked about why it's so important to have the diagnosis mm-hmm. because can you imagine half the things I've gone in for without any kind of diagnosis? Yeah. Oh my God. And my chart immediately would be like, hmm. She really likes to like have problems. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, it changes. It changed mine instantly when I was able to get Marianne to like correct my chart. Yeah. And fixed it so that I'm not drug seeking. Right. What? <laughs> right. Ugh. Yeah. Or anxiety. It's your anxiety. Yeah. It's your anxiety. And you're just anxious. You don't, you've never felt a feeling before. You're just anxious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what? What? <sighs> no, I'm it. telling you, my Dude. shoulder dislocates. Um, no, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. You're just anxious that it is. No, your 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 ribs don't mean. actually dislocate. Like no, but they move <laughs> a lot, and sometimes they overlap, and that's really fun. Mm-hmm. I love that. She's fixed those it's for me. Cool. They suck. Oh, they hurt. Gross. Like you can just slide it over the other. Good stuff. But yeah, the avoidance of care is another one that's like it's just a random here that's killing me whatever i've talked about this a lot where being in chronic pain and discomfort and having chronic symptoms puts us at risk already yes because when things go horribly wrong we wait Mm -hmm. because we don't know i mean it's a symptom if it's gonna pass yeah my septic event easily could have been ignored like literally i was asleep yeah i would have just slept to death <laughs> if it wasn't for Jen, thank yeah. God. Ooh. Scary. But stuff. it's that kind of thing. We're like, yeah. you already have symptoms of things. You don't mm-hmm. take them into consideration when they happen again. Right. You're not like, oh, now I'm worried about other things. Right. Not even remotely. Oh no. Oh, I've experienced this before. God, that was my motto as a kid. I'd get horrible chest pains that like I couldn't yeah. breathe. And then it'd be like, no, I've gone through this a thousand <laughs> times. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. The talk that you have to give yourself where mm-hmm. you're like, it's not an emergency. It just feels really bad right now yeah and that's just a skill you learn right you teach yourself that skill (laughs) because we're gonna do tell someone that you're like a a 12 year old with a heart attack 
right? God, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. That's also probably just trauma. <laughs> like, I don't want to be the problem or anything, but I might be dying over here. I'll just do it quietly. Yeah, I'll, I'll be over, over here. <laughs> By myself. Where I can be in pain alone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And yeah, avoidance of care is its a huge problem. Oh, yeah. Because when you're shut down repeatedly over and over again, you're invalidated. So... Why would you think that you'd be validated the next time? Right. The time after that. Well, and then once you had imposter syndrome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're looking for an answer. You're trying to force a narrative. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're, you're going to oh, start shutting yourself God. down. Yeah. yeah like the, the f- why can't you just accept that it's you? Right. You are the problem and you can't live a life that everyone else is living and feel the same. Thing yeah. Why? Why can't you cope feels. when everyone else yeah. can? Yeah. Oh, my. That oh, voice. I hate I that hate guy. I hate the ones where the, have you ever had a doctor being like, well, everybody goes through that. Yes. Yeah, because we didn't describe Toothache. things perfectly. You know what I mean? Like we used. Well, a... and we were too young. Yeah, yeah. taken seriously. Yeah, constantly. You're too young. You're too young. Yep, I am. I am too young to have any problems. So I guess I'm, I don't. I'm just wonderful. Like, <laughs> is that what they say to kids with leukemia? They're like, "Oh, you're too young." I was just thinking about that. It's <laughs> like, uh, how does that happen? <laughs> right. Your your son's too young. God. To be dying tomorrow mm-hmm. that's not gonna happen what? yeah <laughs> oh it's a mess and that's the thing that's why we need that like patient-driven care we need that um whole person view mm-hmm. of what is going on with somebody yeah we need to be our system needs to be investigating our system needs to stop sending people home from the hospital when they are insisting that something is horribly wrong yeah like I see story after story of people who die, like literally die because yeah. they've been sent out of the hospital so many times. There was that woman who was sent, like she had the cops called because she wouldn't leave the ER and they kept trying to discharge her over and over and over again. Yeah. It's just scary. Yeah. It, no, it's it's terrifying. Yeah. Like I had this problem even, even with like the children. Mm-hmm. Like let's let's hypothetically we had a normal upbringing mm-hmm. let's say <laughs> and let's say we had a problem our parents being who they were would not want to take us in because no. that's that could lead to cps or investigations into home life mm-hmm. so I, i've been watching a lot of stuff about like people who are like they refuse to take their kids in even yeah. when it's dire it's like you yeah. but you need to yeah like i've i was scared taking rory in when he busted his head open he came yeah. running into the room at 3 a.m. and tripped and hit the corner of our bed frame with his head and got a giant cut. Yeah. 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 And Rin broke her ankle as a baby. Oh. Like a toddler. Like she was running and <laughs> she had to wear like a brace for a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Poor babe. Yeah. But those were terrifying yeah. to me because like what if they start investigating me and they want to push a narrative and you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Oof. and it's not an unreasonable fear either no. because it happens. It happens a lot, actually. Like, what do they call it? They call it um, state-sanctioned kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where people lose their kids for it's almost just, nothing. It's like there's so many reasons to not see a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> like, the doctor should not be one of those reasons. Right. <laughs> Once I get to you, you should be like, I'm so glad you're here. And we have that, at least in primary. Like, we've yeah. gotten our base done. Right. 
Well, and I finally found a dentist who's like that. Yeah. Because dental's she, the other one. She, she said, who found this dentist? Uh, who it's found dentist. this dentist? It's his dentist. Who said you should go like there and then was ignored for like a bit? And then she finally went. Yeah. Even after I said oh, she was amazing. I have to go get teeth pulled on Tuesday. Yeah. Ooh. Fun, fun time. They're so nice, though. They are so lovely. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever had this happen where you go in and they look at your mouth and they're like, are you just like gargling sugar water all day long? Or like, you don't brush at all. You don't take care of your. This is clearly your fault. You've been in there just like chipping at them with a hammer. Yeah, you don't or hit something. yourself with a hammer all the time. What? I do that for fun. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then they guilt you and shame you for even being that there. That was every experience like... I had up until I found this current yeah. dentist. And I went in and they knew my entire history of all of my meds, yeah. fixed it, and then was like, you have a tough time. Like, you're yeah. you're doing good, man. <laughs> like, They were really sweet to us. Like, they built me an entire plan. Yeah. Told me exactly what the plan was going to cost every step of the way. Mm-hmm. We're going to do an implant, which is exciting. Yeah. And they even were like, let's do the implant after your insurance resets. Mm-hmm. So that that's They know covered. their stuff. Yeah. They are wonderful. And they were just basically like, when, when I told them it's been a while, they were like, well, I'm just really glad that you're in now and you're taking care of it right now. Yeah. What? So impactful. It's, it's an outlook thing. Yeah. They don't approach it for them from like this cynical. Oh my god! Everyone's a problem like... <laughs> angle. It's like people have lives and stories, and yeah. they're individuals. Yeah, they deserve to be treated like that. Right. From a dentist. With compassion. From a dentist. And empathy. I don't believe in it. I know. It was like an empathetic dentist. What is this? I mean, I'm, they're kind, you. and they didn't guilt me about my teeth. No, what? They're fantastic. I know. Like other dentists, they act like it's their teeth that you are ruining. Yeah, oh yeah. And then they get all mad, and you're like, I'm sorry. I'll brush every 45 minutes for the rest of my life, I swear. I mean, the current dentist got Roy even brushing. Like, they were nice. And, like, he's, like, on a schedule now. He's very strict about his teeth. I'm like, good job, man. Good. Yeah, they're wonderful. Sorry. Little sidetrack, but it's the same deal. Yeah. We want providers who are like, I'm happy that we can help you now. We avoided dentists because it was a horrible journey with no positive outcome. Right. Right. And we were like, we're not doing anything. I went to the hospital stupid. because I didn't want to see a dentist. I almost died. Yeah. Because of a of a not wanting to see the dentist problem. Yeah. Like, bro. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. Like, people don't know that infections in your mouth can get in your blood real quick. And they're really close to your brain. That too. <laughs> Let's think about that. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That would... Ooh. Terrifying. Dude, I'm paranoid of my teeth now. <laughs> I know. Let's I have to go get all. mine done after he had the thing. And then I found out that I have one that's cracked all the way to the bone. To the, yeah, an unf- unfinished root canal. Yeah. Unfinished an root unfinished canal. Unfinished root canal. They like started a root canal and then just bailed out. Yeah. Well, my my only root canal that's that's here was is missing a nerve. They did two, not three. And there's a third one. I oh, almost had no. to see a specialist because it was swollen. And wouldn't calm down because they left a nerve. And it finally died after like a long enough time. You know oh what I mean? Oh my God. But it was horrible. This whole thing was swollen. Mm-hmm. Because they refused to do a good job. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was the one that I felt too. Where they did the root canal. I was like, I need I you like, to numb the me. The one you felt? <laughs> well, one of that. Uh, ooh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, and that's the other part of like patient driven care. We need to be taken seriously when we come in and we say, 
anesthesia is a problem. Yes. I need you to take extra special care that you actually knock me out. Yeah. Because doesn't work great and then you wind up getting like double dosed in the middle of surgery it's bad time bad Mm -hmm. time for everybody and i need them to take me seriously when i say hey we're gonna have surgery please be careful when you're moving me and don't ragdoll me because you will hurt me in other ways yep because i cannot protect my my like joints Mm -hmm. and my body when i'm unconscious i need you to do that i dislocated my hip last night doing that i fell asleep really hard and woke up and i was on like I had fallen asleep on my side, but uh, then I kind of went like this uh, and it no. slid out. Oh, it went froom, and then I was like, oh, this is horrible. Randy's been hearing me relocate my hip at night. Oh, uh, it's like a deep thunk yep. that echoes through the bed. Like, is that thunder? No, no that's just your thunder thighs. Like, <laughs> hey, now. I can say that because I have I have legit thunder thighs. <laughs> I'm so glad to be back in the gym. I have thick thighs. They save lives. I can't help it. Them thick thighs. Yeah. Save lives. Nick likes them, so I don't know what you're complaining about. (laughs) I got beautifully thick thighs. I just have. I'm a tree trunk. I have ten pounds. I need to slowly get rid of. I'm working on it. Not your ten pounds. That. No, I need like eighty pounds. No. No. (laughs) Two (laughs) hundred pounds to go away, please. You want to be like seventeen pounds? It would be a ridiculously low number now. That is so <laughs> weird to me. I don't like it. <laughs> he's he's freaking out because he lost weight and he didn't mean to. I've been losing weight. Yeah. And I've it's been trying tight. to gain weight. I'm <laughs> trying to pack on the pounds for winter, but this bear is you know, in it July, done. in June. Yeah, I'm early to it, okay? <laughs> he's a bear. This is just rude. He's just attacking me. This is See, personal attack. Devolving. This is the second half. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to, to the, the second, second half. half. <laughs> Where things get chaotic because everyone's like, I don't feel good. Well, we got to the point. We, we said the points and now I just want to be silly because I don't I'm feel good. Game for it. I just game. don't feel good. Yeah. Don't feel good. <laughs> but all in all, that's the importance of patient driven care. Yeah, think patient centered care. Find someone who wants you to be part of the team. Absolutely. You're not a dog at the vet. You can speak up for yourself mm-hmm. and should be listened to. If you need that. There are some people out there that don't really want to be that involved. They just want to be told. And Well, but like thinking chronic illness. I know. They exist. There are chronic illness people that are stubborn. That sounds exhausting. It probably is. Oh, man. But, you know. Find the care that's appropriate for you. Yeah. Hopefully it's about patient centered. But that's, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. if you want to be taken seriously and, and get good care. Right. <clears throat> well, and you kind of know you way. found it when they are all aware of each other. Yeah. Like my therapist being like, no, this is the neurologist you want. Mm-hmm. She has no idea otherwise, aside from like working with patients and being like, yeah. oh, they all really appreciate this guy. You have similar issues. He's the guy you want to be with. Yeah. When I was talking to Bamba about losing new health, she was trying desperately to think of something similar because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, they did they did yeah. PT, they did mental health, they did small surgeries, they did pain management mm-hmm. all under one roof and they all right. worked as a team. And she was like, oh, I don't think we could find that. I was like, well, it's okay. I still have Anna. Crazy. I still have Dr. Anna. So the mental stuff is, is taken care of. Mm-hmm. I just need to focus on the pain management aspect. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, okay. 
She didn't feel as bad. Good. When are you seeing Anna? Uh, or have you seen Anna? Insurance is still being wonky. Oh, okay. It's being a butt. But hopefully soon. I really want to see Anna soon. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Oh. Find someone who actually is interested in helping you. That's the moral of the story. That's the key. Find someone and, who's going to ask questions. Right. Don't just assume doctors are there to help you. Yeah. Because some aren't. Some of them are there to make you go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of them it feels like. Yeah. It's rare to find someone involved. You're like, why are you here? And you're like, I need help. And they're like, we don't do that. Yeah. What do you want doctors to know about EDS? <laughs> EDS. That was my response when, when we said that. Like, literally, just about EDS would be great. Right. Like, actually knowing about it. Yeah. Instead of just, oh, you have strategy scan? And from the patient part, because, oh, and that was the, like, the criteria that they're getting ready to research yeah. to maybe possibly change. Right, they're researching this year, and it'll take a year to gather the data, yeah. and then they can work on and I'm hoping the criteria that change. they are including the things that are kind of off the books. Mm -hmm. Because we know, like, I don't know, there's a bunch that are really common with Ehlers-Danlos, yeah. but are not officially criteria. Right. Like... The anesthesia problem. Right. That's just like understood in the community. Yeah. Like difficulty with numbing, difficulty with being put under. Yeah. Yeah. It's all there. But we'll see in the coming years and it might be interesting. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do about like, I assume they're going to grandfather things in. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm really curious about what the. There will be people is. like your, 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 um, what's the word I, I lost completely. Geneticist yeah. versus the one I saw. Yeah. Because the one I saw didn't want to believe in EDS to begin with. No. So he would just use that as an excuse. Oh, there's new criteria you don't you don't fit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and the only reason that our criteria was weird was because we didn't have someone who was already diagnosed. Catch twenty two. Like, We're both trying to get diagnosed. What do you mean we need we have someone family who needs members to be that have the, the condition. Yeah. The same problems. Right. It's more than just one. Yeah. It's it's high genetic outcome. Well, and guys. your geneticist understood that. Yes. Mine apparently doesn't believe in anything. Yeah. So, well, mainly taking care of patients. So. Being kind and compassionate in any capacity. Yeah, treating someone like a person. Right. Nah. What? Oh, yeah. That's it. That's all I have to say. It. I'm done. I'm done, done talking Over two it. and four just people. That was sad. That was very sad. There you go. And what she's doing is flipping things on my table. Earlier, she was throwing things on the floor for no reason. It was bizarre. Yes. And then I might have emulated her by throwing everything near me on the floor, yes. including coffee. It was empty. Okay. It's like, sir. But I did flip it. Sir. <laughs> and it went, woo. So they're flipping coffee. Yeah. Trying to make it everything sticky. Anyways. Time to wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you've made it this far, thank you so much for coming along with us on this meandering kind of journey here. It's an important topic, and it's one that we should all kind of be mindful of in our interactions with yes. doctors. And if you are a doctor in your interactions with patients. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're that cool yet to have a doctor listening, but knock on wood. I Someday. Someone might share it and catch it. Yeah. Maybe this episode. Also, I want to say hi to the new subs. <laughs> yes. Welcome. To the, the Trash Panda family. Indeed. We're glad to have you guys. 
uh, make sure you join the Discord. If you want to. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. And one last shill. If you made it this far, please remember to like, share, and subscribe if you have not already subscribed. And uh, we will be very excited. Yes. There's also the Patreon. We have a Patreon if you guys want to join and help support us and see extra content. Like we have music reviews, actually music made reviews now. Yep. We have uh, extended releases of everything unedited. And I think uh, all of our TikToks and everything are all there. Yes. It's all in one spot. It's good stuff. Yeah. Indeed. And there's a Teespring. But and you could fine. support us and pay <laughs> for coffees. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, I think we're going to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. So, as always, be kind to you, be kind to others, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Classic Wabba. It would not be an end of an episode without a whoopa. Hey, that's my keyboard. Uh, no, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to kill you. Uh, okay. With kindness. Damn it. Uh. <laughs> Goodbye, uh, Faye. Goodbye, Craig. Yep, and anyone else who's made it, you got to sound off in the comments. Mwah.